0: Welcome back, another day, another vlog. Thanks for stopping by, it's Monday afternoon. Great to have you with us, let's do this. Radio. Um, if you haven't seen, we've got a bit to talk about, a fair bit actually happened over the weekend. Tech car news, some funny stuff there, some big stuff from Samsung, some other stuff. Uh, iPhone 13 news, Google, spying on stuff, heaps to talk about, I'm uh, gonna get straight into it. Now, if you didn't get to see the uh, premiere on Friday night for Bells Rapids Upper Falls, uh, really cool. Got to test the 18-35 to lens out. You'll see it's got a nice little skin on it. That video is coming up soon. Well, I'll set that up, so that, uh, that'll that be probably out next week, not this week, the week after. Um, and it's sitting now on the RP, so very, very cool. But uh, got to test this lens out with the upper rapids and it come up really good and it's an art series lens so quality was a lot better uh very similar actually to the 16 The six that 16 mm dc dn for the m50 is an amazing lens and it just pumps out the quality it's actually i think it hits a lot higher than what it's actually valued in that contemporary range on the m50 mount so definitely a good comparison it's good to have a little bit of zoom in there i did i did enjoy being able to go from 18 to 35 and just sort of mix it and frame it up a little bit better i generally don't use a lot of zooms apart from my telephoto my 55 to 200 Uh, i use that all the time for my a lot of my panoramas and stuff like that but uh, generally i use a 16 or and i'll move myself i like um been have the, that set one quality and I'm I'm looking now, I've got a full frame camera, I'm definitely looking to try and get a wide angle uh, lens. They are mega expensive. Uh, EF for an RF, for an R mount uh, wide angle lens, if you just want like an RF, uh, they're in the thousands, it's just crazy town. So that's a long way off. I'm looking at possibly a uh, second hand EF1 if I can or even maybe a Tamron or Tokina or something like that to complement this in the wide angle. I do have a zoom coming at 24 to 105 for that. Uh, so that's get, that's an RF mount that I could afford. That was that was reasonably priced. So I'm look, really looking forward to testing that out. And it's apparently a decent lens, so it should be pretty cool. So some good stuff happening there. Can't wait to use this for some photography now. I've got it. I'm going to be trying to shoot out I think this afternoon I might do another sunset one, uh, head down the beach. I think it'll be a good test for this. Bit of beach, bit of low light to see the difference with that uh, set, what that full frame sensor does. Uh, I've got a great spot. You would have seen, I've uh, go to Trig Beach, there's some gorgeous spots there. Uh, some, definitely plenty to take photos of, so I'll, that'll probably be another video. So, yeah, looking really looking excited about that. Uh, Upper Falls was a great test of this lens and now I've got the big bad boy camera on there. Uh, I can't wait to give that a bit of a crack. So good things coming for the channel. Lots of stuff happening here at home. Um, Yeah, heaps happening, more to explain down the track, but yeah, got a lot going on over Christmas. Christmas is coming, it's chaos as always. uh, Get that one week off where you're trying to fit everything in and catch up with people and do stuff, it makes it tricky. I know it's uh, the same for pretty much everyone. Uh, It's even harder for us guys that work away you've only got that one week to try and see everyone and and do everything so it makes it a little bit tricky but uh we'll get there christmas that's what it's all about a bit of chaos uh and some good times so very very cool radio so let's get into the the news uh nicola so straight into that bad news nicola gm nicola's had a heap of issues uh there Founder st- stood down from the board a little while ago, had some issues there, some complaints, some um, accusations and all that sort of stuff. Won't go too much of that, but basically GM who had a $2 billion deal with Nikola has pulled out of that deal that is now defunct. Uh, that allowed Nikola to get some access to GM's tooling, equipment, parts and stuff. That's how they were gonna make that little badger ute, which looked really cool, a uh, little hydrogen ute. Uh, and that, that's now pretty much What uh, sounds like dead in the water, so it's on store, it's on pause, pause, but I'd say that they're pretty much dead. Uh, Nicola, who went from zero to hero on the stock market up to like I think 52 billion they raised in uh, some ridiculously short amount of time, uh, now has heaps of issues. Uh, I did see an interview with their uh, new CEO who's looking at their what they're trying to refocus on the heavy industry stuff, the trucks and stuff, and that's what they're all about. So they've still got a long way to go, but uh, let's hope it's not a anything bad. More bad comes from uh, for this renewable company that's trying to get off its feet. So inter- very interesting, but yeah, GM's pulled out. They're gonna refocus their renewable stuff into a different avenue. So very, very interested to see where that goes. Now, speaking of trouble, Google. Uh, the Big boys are in trouble. Apparently they've been spying on staff uh, using Google accounts and security cameras and all sorts of stuff. Uh, Gmail, everything to spy on the staff, and they've been sucking people with what they've been finding, which is pretty piss poor from an employee's perspective. Or from an employee's perspective, pretty scary to think that your boss is spying on you every move. Um, I do have that feeling at work. Uh we've but we're basically told up front, whatever you put on that computer, someone's watching and you can be sacked for they 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 don't uh, pull any punches in the mine industry. It's they'll tell you up front that look, hey, basically we're watching everything. If you do something wrong, we're gonna smash you. So it's pretty much at least we know what's coming, so you, you don't do any you don't even have to worry about it. You just just don't do anything. It's just basically if you want to watch something that might be considered offensive or something or whatever, and that's the tricky question nowadays, do it on your phone because otherwise, yeah, it could cost you your job. Uh, pretty disappointed that Google's sort of backdooring people and like without without them even knowing. Uh, I'm not sure how they can get away with that in the States. I don't think we've heard the last of this. I think that's probably going to blow up into a little bit bigger of a, uh, an issue and I think you'll find some sort of uh, claims and uh, payments going to be out here to a lot of people. That's uh, that it has affected. So very interesting and very strange. Google once renowned as like one of the places you want to work. So uh, some cracks forming there. That um, maybe it's not the happy-go-lucky, awesome place to work. Who knows? We'll uh, I definitely think we'll hear a little bit more about that coming weeks. Now uh, on the camera front, Sony uh, three new cameras have just gone through certification. There was two the other week, and uh, another one's uh, just been announced for certification. Obviously, it's just big, long model numbers. We don't really know what they are. What the rumors are saying, though, is one's possibly an 8K camera, so 8K video format camera, um, I guess, to rival the R5. Be interesting to see how that works out, um, how they're gonna attack that overheating issue that uh, has plagued Canon from the start. It has got a little bit better. They've fixed a lot of the uh, little issues. Uh, there was, a, I think, a video last week where someone had uh, water cooled an R5 and had could run it continuously on 8K. So that was pretty funky. Uh, they'd also gone through and taken out the heating mats and put uh, copper plates in there to get rid of the heat and some other things. So very cool. Like There is some fixes there for it and the R5 has progressively got better over the last few months. It did start off pretty bad, so it'd be interesting to see how Sony attacks that. Also, one of them they believe is the new A7R 4 We also we all know that as a, just an amazing landscape camera, uh, 60 megapixels. It just takes. There's a heap of big time landscape guys out there that, that run that as their photo machine um, to get a lot of amazing images, and the details you can see in them are just pretty insane. So how where that's going to go from 60 megapixels uh i guess is anyone's guess what they're going to come up with next but sony has look, literally 2020 for sony has been a really good year they've had the uh a7s3 come out which is just blown the video uh side of things and just taken them straight to the top of that by a long margin even in front of the r5 there are a few people like uh, fronos photos that actually are changing all to R5s for their video, which is strange. I thought they would go down the Sony track with the a7S III, but it seems, I guess going maybe something to do with the image quality more so than the actual abilities of the camera and the video and, and its flexibility. I think it's more studio cameras where they've got plenty of light and stuff like that, so they don't really need that low light issue, but vlogging wise and just out and about, uh, pretty hard to beat that Sony. So. Look, this A7R4, again, I think it's going to be a landscape whether they push this up to something ridiculous like 100 megapixels. Uh, I don't think that's far off. We heard about the new uh, landscape one coming from Canon, which is 90 megapixels with up to 300 megapixels. We talked about that last week. I'd say the new A7R4 or A7R5 might be called, uh, I'd say that's going to have something similar. It's going to be be nasty, whatever it comes. It's going to... uh, can't imagine the files being much fun. We're definitely going to be start running these one terabyte uh, SD cards, I think, soon, the way it's heading. <laughs> and the last one would be a replacement for the RX camera. So that's a little portable point-and-shoot one with the interchangeable lenses. So that's the other one they're thinking it might be. So pretty interesting. Sony's been on a roll. I don't think these are going to be bad cameras. I think you're probably going to see some more good stuff coming out of them. Uh, very interesting to see what they do come up with with that a7r4 I think that's the one I'm really interested in to see how what they are gonna do next uh, and how Canon then responds to it so pretty cool speaking of high megapixel cameras Samsung is and well they're getting into this ISO um, what they call it the ISO ISO cell technology with their sensor These guys are looking down a barrel of 600 megapixel sensor. Some new technology that they've developed. Uh, Basically you're gonna have a camera camera phone or it's gonna be basically a camera phone now. Um, So you go from an iPhone 12 to a Samsung and the new S20. We could see it this year, we don't know, uh, but this technology is not far off from what Ice Universe is saying. Um, and it's this 600 megapixels uh, how that's gonna work out that's a lot of lot of pixels Uh, that's a lot of data and uh, how that's gonna sit in a phone and storage wise and there's a lot of questions to be answered why they're going down this I think it's something to do with 600 megapixels is something similar to the human eye what it can pick up, and I think that's sort of the aim from to try and get something similar to what you can see is how good the images are gonna be. So I think that's what they're after. But just again, amazing technology. It's just shooting ahead in leaps and bounds and just crazy what they can achieve now. So that will be very interesting to see. Now, speaking of iPhone 12, and well, it's only been out for, what, two months, month and a half, I guess, maybe six weeks. Let's call it six weeks. Well, we're already getting leaked body images of the iPhone 13. Uh, we're talking about the A15 processor already down to uh, four nanometers. Um, it, yeah, just ridiculous stuff already. Uh, they're talking about a slimmer, slimmer bezel for the cutout uh, for the face recognition. Possible in-screen fingerprints. A definite, they reckon, definitely this year. They've got that LTPO screen technology sorted. So that means we'll have the 120 hertz display and also they're talking about, much like the new iWatches, where they have their all always on screen, they're talking about always on screen technology for your phone, so you don't have to lift it, don't have to swipe it, it's gonna be on, but it, the power reducing mode will keep it so it doesn't destroy the battery. Also on batteries, they're talking about even smaller battery than this year's one, using some sort of layering technology in there so they can get more density in there by using this uh, layer tech in the batteries, and that's gonna give you the same sort of, uh, same juice in a smaller package. So, look, already we're probably, I guess, let's call it, we're nine months away after a new phone. That's realistically what we're looking at. Uh, the way things are going, I think they'll be looking to get back to their September mode, so December's probably half over. Yeah, nine and a half months, I think it's probably we're gonna just get bombarded every every week now for the next nine months. It, that's the new norm. <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> so yeah, very cool. Uh, camera wise, they, they've got a what looks to be a fourth camera on there. Again, this is way early, so there's not much we can do. We don't know what that's going to do. They are trying to get uh, periscope zoom technology. So that's uh, some of them, like Samsung, have got up to ten times zoom. Obviously, that's proprietary to Samsung, so Apple's having a little bit of dramas down that road, so it might be a fact they might need to license that off Samsung and then use it. So they do they use Samsung screens, so there's no reason why they can't do it. Whether Samsung will let them use it and let them pay for it, I guess it's. I guess we'll see more down the track. Maybe June, July, I guess we'll start getting a little bit more closer to what's actually coming. So they are trying to do a few different things, so very interesting. And last but not least, the Razer, Razer Gaming. They've brought out a new set of headphones. It's either headphones or phones at the moment. There's so much computers. The text is just ridiculous coming to Christmas. But uh, Razer have got the Hammerhead Wireless Pro headphones, new range, so they're in-ear bud type. They've got the uh, interchangeable little buds on the end, so that's good. Uh, It's $199 US, so not a bad price range around the, Around the Pro Apple Pro mark, uh, so fighting up against them. Uh, adaptive noise cancelling and the THX certified. If you don't know THX, maybe when you go to cinema, you'll see THX at the surround sound when they go full noise and banging and crashing and you hear all the glass breaking behind you and all that, that's at THX. So they're certified for that. So you, I guess guaranteed at least some really good quality sound out of it. Uh, the noise cancelling side looks to be not too bad. Even the adaptive stuff, four-hour battery life just out of the buds and you've got another 16 hours in your case that you can charge them up. So plenty of there. Now, they're low latency, so obviously it's a gaming company and so they're set up for gaming as well. Low latency, 60 milliseconds. And yeah, look, I think they're doing really well. Water resistant and sweat resistant. So if you're just going to use them for the gym and you're not going to when you're not gaming or not on the computer, you can pretty much use them everywhere like most buds nowadays. So just another option, I guess, if you're looking for something over Christmas to buy yourself or for someone, it, I guess it just gives you, if they've got rays already, and they're into gaming, this is probably a good little option where you can, I guess, get them something on on brand with them and keep them happy, which is always good. People do get a little bit fussy about their brand, so if you do have a better option there for them and and it's in there and they've already got that stuff well, that makes it a really easy choice. And look, 200 bucks, that's not too bad. Um, US, that's probably about just under 300 Australian, so I think that's even cheaper than the Apple Pro, so definitely worth checking out. And then last but not least, the iPhone 12, some issues with some uh, QI charges. Uh, apparently some of them aren't working with a wireless charging setup in it and they're not charging the phone overnight. People are having to change different chargers, so some are working and some aren't. The ones I use at work uh, are, are working fine and uh, Apple is currently into fixing this issue and getting it sorted, so it's definitely a known issue if you are have trouble with your charger. Just check the ch- change charges if you've got one. Um, try the different one; it should work. Uh, it's just some brands are on, some brands aren't, and that seems to be the issue. But it is definitely an issue. Don't think you're going crazy and your phone's not charging for some reason. It's actually not the phone; it's it's the it's just not communicating. I think with some of these uh, third-party brand charges. So, all happening. And that's about it. Um, yeah, I've got to get this done. I'm going to start planning and packing the bag up, getting, getting that all ready to go for the afternoon. I'm going to get a run and try and get out and get some photos. Cool bananas. I will see you all again tomorrow for Tuesday's show and, yeah, day before I go back to work. That's no fun. <laughs> all good. I'll uh, catch you on the flip side. Anyway, whether we'll you're coming this way, that way, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.